Hi, everyone. This is Pam Torrey from Engage, and you are listening to the Engaged Podcast. We know tech is changing the way people market and sell more than ever. And on this show, I sit down with sales and marketing thought leaders and experts to learn how you can create, share, and measure your way to success. Today, we have a very special guest with us. I'm so excited to introduce the first Engage customer to our network on this awesome podcast. So I'm sitting down with Donnelly Naris Macy, the sales director of Rebath today to chat about the state of sales and how Rebath is handling the ever-changing, chaotic, kind of crazy landscape that is um, sales in this home improvement industry. Donnelly, thank you so much for joining us today. Well, thank you so much, Pam. And I'm honored. I didn't realize I was your your first customer guest. So that <laughs> I looked at her. You are number one. And we went, we actually went to our team. We were like, who should who should come sit down with us? And there was kind of a resounding yell that totally Wow. <laughs> uh, we do enjoy working with you. And we know that you've had a really cool journey um on this landscape of sales transformation that you've been on. I mean, so we're excited to dig in a little bit and find out what you all have been up to. Great. Thank you. Wonderful. Well, as we get started, can you give our listeners a snapshot of your background and what it is that you do in Rebath as your role? Sure. Absolutely. So I am the sales director at the corporate office of Rebath. We're based in Phoenix, Arizona, and I report to our chief operating officer, David Dunsmuir. I've been with Rebath nearly three years now. And really what I do is I focus on developing sales resources, trainings, systems, tools, all of these things to help make our salespeople more successful. And then also look at performance management for our franchise network. So we've got about 127 locations around the country. Prior to Rebath, um, I spent a number of years in the hospitality industry. So I worked for some big brands, um, Hilton and Hyatt. And I worked both at the hotel level and then also in a, a corporate capacity as well, working with both hotels that were managed um, and also franchised too. Great. So you've kind of been on both sides of things within the franchise universe and yeah. seeing how sales and sales training and sales tools impact both the, the end user, the person who's actually having to talk to customers, as well as the corporate entity and how um, it helps you better with managing a, no, numerous locations. You have over 100 locations. That's a lot of different folks to manage, a lot of different geographic locations to manage. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Great. So you rolled out Engage to your corporate network, the the full network about 18 months ago. I remember because I was there. Uh, <laughs> can you share how you've grown with Engage over the last eight, year and a half, almost two years. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, Engage really, I mean, I have to say it's been, it's been a great tool for us, um, both from um, a corporate office perspective, as well as for our franchises. And we have been continuing to grow and expand what we're offering, you know, started off with um, our in-home sales presentation, but we're also expanding um, to, um, different areas more towards some of our design elements, being able to show greater um, amounts of photos, things like that, um, as well as what we've been doing is um, looking at it more um, in an internal standpoint too. So internal trainings, uh, other departments that can use it. So um, I think what's great is that um, it's just made life so much easier when it comes to that corporate uh, corporate office versus franchise balance. 
So one of the things that we've really um, used to roll this out to additional franchises is talking about some of the flexibility that we have with Engage. So, you know, we can make sure that our corporate standards are met, our brand standards, brand integrity, all of that is consistent. Um, but we also have some areas where the franchises are able to make it their own, where they can put in information about their local franchises, things like that. So it's really created this great balance of the, you know, brand standards, brand management, but also like getting that local flair in there too. Yeah, I think anyone who has ever been in a creative marketing role where you are having to maintain brand standards and a brand guideline has has been in that struggle of trying to find the balance between maintaining your brand, but also giving a local location the ability to add their personal touch. Yeah, and it's great, too, because we, we have oversight so we can see what they're doing. We can make adjustments as we need to. Um, and the other thing that I love is that, you know, anytime we want to make an update, all you have to do, you make the update, you click the button and it like pushes out to everyone, which is such a huge time saver. So that's really, really helpful. So what kind of results have you seen across Rebath since you've adopted and implemented Engage across a number of your locations? Sure. So, so I'll say first and foremost, um, one of the greatest things about Engage is that it really just takes everything to the next level. It has increased the professionalism of the in-home presentation, and it really just looks great. Um, it shows potential customers that will provide a quality experience all the way through. And then it also gives us the opportunity to show customers a little bit more about what we do because there's all of these great um, opportunities to add in videos and photos and just create a really engaging, if you will, at a presentation. <laughs> so so overall, what it ends up doing is, you know, it's, it, it positive, positively impacts close rates, but it also helps kind of build that perception or the value of Rebath in the customer's mind as they're seeing this really top quality presentation all the way through. So switching gears a little bit and kind of zooming out within the home improvement industry, what are you seeing as some of the biggest challenges that are fa that are facing leaders right now, sales directors um, on the national level, folks that, you know, leaders within the franchise level? What are some of those challenges that you're seeing? Sure. So I'd say there's probably a couple right now. Um, you know, first, I think, and this is probably regardless of any industry, but really finding and retaining top talent, I think is a challenge probably everywhere. And then secondly, I would say, you know, we've had a really great run in the home improvement industry over the past couple of years, but say maybe sort of a looming challenge or potential challenge that we're, that we may be facing is um, some hesitancy on the part of some customers. And I think that comes into play with um, a little bit of unknown of what's happening in the future, right? We've had all of these interest rates um, increases. Is that going to continue? I mean, we're seeing big layoff situations, companies like Amazon, Facebook, uh, challenges with Silicon Valley Bank, you know, things like that. How is that going to impact the, the economy? What else is going to happen with that? So I think there are some consumers who may be a little bit more hesitant. They kind of want to do it. They're not sure. And so um, I think that would be another challenge that, you know, sales in general may be facing than home improvement. Yeah. So 
how do you, how do you approach working with your franchise locations on managing these challenges? This issue of hiring talent, this issue of economic uncertainty, kind of the consumer sort of reverting back to prior markets. You know, they're they're not as gangbusters to get things done anymore. They're a little bit. You said they're more hesitant. They're taking their time a bit more. It's not as urgent. How are you helping your franchises to manage these challenges? Sure, absolutely. So. I'll say when it comes to talent, I mean, really, it all boils down to hiring the right people. Um, but it's it's about taking that time to find the right people and to hire the right people. And there are various tools out there to help with that. We actually at Rebath use something that's called a predictive index. So it's, it's a great way to create job descriptions, um, be able to really match up personality traits with positions to find the greatest success. So that's definitely something that we do. Um, but then, you know, after that, it's, it's not just hiring the right person. It's making sure that you're really fostering a culture where employees can learn, they can grow um, and truly become their best selves. We want to make sure people are empowered, but also supported. And I think part of that really falls back to, you know, so what are some of the main things that I'm doing, right? Proper training, proper tools, having the right kinds of systems, um, things that can help the salespeople be productive and successful. And then when it comes to consumer hesitancy, I think really the best way to manage this kind of challenge is to is preparation, right? Making sure people are prepared. So we want to make sure that our, our salespeople, who we call design consultants, that they're really thinking about and anticipating what kind of objections customers may have. And then what we need to do is make sure that they know how to properly discuss and dissect those objections, help them to think creatively, uh, help them offer alternative uh, options based on what those objections may be. Actually, was just um, the past couple of days. I was in Atlanta with a group of our design consultants uh, doing a sales training class, and we focused a whole lot of time on overcoming objections. Yeah, I had a boss when I was in college. I was a retail manager, and he always used to say, "Prior planning prevents poor performance," and would just hammer that into our heads. And I feel like more than ever, when we're looking at these situations, we are trying to really help them to plan in advance for every eventuality and enable them to be able to meet those objections and handle them. Yeah, abs absolutely. It's like being prepared makes all the difference in the world. It's like you don't want to go in and a customer says something, you're like, oh, what? <laughs> cool, calm, cool. cool, calm and collected, right? And that's how that's how you do it. <laughs> Most definitely. So I think in line with what you were talking about, giving everybody the right tools and enabling your design consultants, one of the trending phrases we're hearing all the time around sales and around, um, you know, it, helping folks with field sales, these people who actually go out and sell in the home or sell in another location is tech stack. So how do you recommend um, franchise locations or other companies like Rebath, folks who are managing a lot of locations, how do you recommend that they go about determining what elements they need to add to their tech stack? Sure. So, yeah, I think there's a few different things that they should be considering when it comes to technology. Um, you know, first of all, you know, what are the goals, right? And what technology might you need to achieve those goals? But, you know, kind of backing up from that a little bit, too, is, you know, what, what kind of tech is widely being used by competitors or maybe the industry in general? Um, you know, what tech could lead to greater efficiencies? 
or could lead to increased customer conversion. So I think really thinking about and then maybe prioritizing efficiency, revenue growth, customer perception or the customer experience. And then that'll help you determine what kind of tech um, you might want to use and then evaluating that tech to determine what would give you the best ROI in those specific areas. Yeah, I think that's a great point. I think people often adopt technology to just keep up with the Joneses. You know, they're Mm -hmm. trying to keep up with everybody and they don't necessarily take that extra step to figure out what exact problem is this solving for my business? Like really taking that moment to determine where's the value. A hundred percent. Yeah. And then going along with that too, how easy is it to implement? Are people able to use it easily? You know, those are definitely things that need to be uh, taken into consideration as well. Especially when you think about the kinds of folks that you might be rolling this out to, like especially on a franchise level, like they know their team better than anybody. They they understand what they're going to be capable of learning and how long it might take for that. And then when you're looking at it from a national level, I feel like that must be really complicated. For you. <laughs> There's never a one size fits all, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's got to be kind of like Tetris, figuring out what pieces to implement when and how to go about training for them and designing the program. Yeah, absolutely. I was never much of a gamer, but I will say Tetris was my favorite game. So I guess that <laughs> you're probably <laughs> Yeah. So we talked a little bit earlier about economic trends and things changing. And we've talked about kind of evaluating what your competition is doing on the landscape. So what technology are they implementing? Um, from a sales training and national sales leader perspective, I'm curious about what you think are the best ways to stand out from your competition. We know now that homeowners are they're slowing down with their their buying process. They're getting two, three quotes generally before they move ahead with a vendor. So how do you think about standing out from the competition from the from Revath's perspective? Sure, absolutely. So I mean, I would say probably. Probably every industry, if not every, almost every industry, I think the best way to stand out from the competition is to really become experts in customer service and the overall customer experience. That's very near and dear to my heart coming from hospitality. There's a huge focus on that, of course. Um, But, you know, really finding team members who care about people and want to make them happy is just a great starting point for all of that. Um, And, you know, in this day and age with online ratings, reviews, I mean, it's all out there. It's easier than ever for customers to really see who stands out, who's got good customer service, who doesn't. And it can really make or break so many companies because, like, they may look like they've got good products, but if they have a ton of reviews saying that we can't, we don't hear from them, they're not not responsive, all of that, I mean... Customers will choose or not choose customers based on the or choose companies based on those ratings. So, so yeah. So I I think really um, you know there's so much competition out there in general, uh, regardless of industry. So you can set yourself apart by how you treat your customers before, during, and after the purchase cycle, and that'll shine through in those reviews. Yeah, something that we always talk about whenever we do webinars or work with, you know, one-on-one with larger networks in our in our customer universe um, is that like almost 60% of the buying process is actually done before the design consultant or sales rep steps into the home because people have done generally a lot of research 
on understanding what they're looking for, what products they're looking for, but also who do they actually want to work with. And, you know, I think we're, we're really stuck in an industry that kind of has a bad rap, like home remodeling. (laughs) Home remodelers get a bad rap out there. There are so many different kinds of contractors and people just kind of lump them all together. And that's, just yeah it's really important to think about everything from that customer journey perspective how does everything that i'm doing impact them i agree 100 percent. so donnelly we are getting ready to wrap up here with our conversation and something i always ask every single guest on the show whether they are you know our director of product and engineering who wants to talk about artificial intelligence or <laughs> you know somebody who's boots on the ground out there training sales reps and design consultants Um, What is one thing that you want our listeners to take away from our conversation today? One thing that would be that's really important for them to be thinking about. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and since I'm on the the on the Engage podcast, I'm going to I'm going to throw it back and engage and just really mention that, you know, for us, Engage has been a fantastic tool um, to really create that customer focused and home sales experience. So, you know, it's just. It's such a great tool. It's heads and tails above any any type of you know static PowerPoint, anything like that. Um, it's really created a great balance for us with our franchise network, and it's been able to um, again allow some of that individual individuality of our of our franchises, but also just create this completely elevated branded look for our customers. So. Um, and then in addition to that, you know, Engage has all of these great um, resources, great templates, all of these things to make it so easy to use the tool. And then I have to give a little shout out to our account manager, Olivia Lee, who's super helpful and always willing to answer my questions, do anything I need. So, um, so you guys have been a great partner. So thank you. She is pretty great. I don't know if you know this, but I've known Olivia Lee since 2016. We used to work together in a previous life. And then um, we brought the gang back together here at Engage. There are three of us who used to work together at a previous company. And we brought we brought everybody back together here. So I can't agree with you enough. She is magnificent. <laughs> um, I've gotten to see her up, front, up close and personal. Um, she actually taught me how to account manage back when I used to do that. So... She's brilliant. Love her. <laughs> Great. <laughs> yeah, I love that we can we can have you on with us today, Donnelly. And we got to hear a little bit about how you are approaching everything that is happening in the industry. Thank you so much for being with us and being our first ever customer guest on our <laughs> podcast. I really appreciated getting to spend some time with you. Well, thank you so much, Pam. I really appreciate it. It's been a pleasure. Well, thanks for listening to the Engaged podcast. Be sure to visit Engage.io for more information on how to create, share, and measure your way to success. If you love the Engaged podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. Until next time.